Oh, I this is going to be a movie. fun talk. <laughs> what movie? <laughs> <laughs> what movie? Podcast where, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I mean, what the hell is going on? What even is this stupid movie? I just can't right now. On with the show. Oh, Otto. <laughs> oh, Otto. Going on. Thanks a a robot lot. after my own heart. Whoa, pump the hate breaks, Foxy friends. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Pete's Otto. <laughs> well, we are the movie dummies. We are the dummies who talk movies. Uh, I am Joe. I feel like I should go last, Adam. I'm Shannon. <laughs> and I'm Angela. Oh, man. Yeah. This and week we're, we're going to talk a movie that I don't know how popular it's going really is, ever was. I, I didn't even do any real research on it. Um, but yeah, uh, it's called Kung Fu Hustle. And it's like a favorite of mine from way back in the day. Um, okay. Watching it again, the things I loved about it are still there. Uh, but we'll talk about that more. As we get into it, every week we talk about a movie. And yeah. before we talk about that movie, Shannon's trying to draw my attention away from what I'm saying. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like, is this the first time you've ever done this? Jeez, oh, Pete's. Uh, yeah, so before we talk the movie, we talk recommendations. And Adam, yeah. it's, been a, it's been a long time. Been it's a long, been a lonely, while. Lonely, 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 lonely time. So tell me what your recommendations yeah. are. So I've got a couple of recommendations. Of course, I know you guys uh, were able to get to the show and watch it before I did, but uh, Deadpool Part Two. Part Two. Uh, Let's talk about it. Uh, it I didn't amazing. get it to talk incredible. about it either. Oh, Shannon! What? I missed out last week because I had a migraine. Boo! Oh, I'm sorry. Let's talk. Dish. Yeah. Dish. So, anyways, uh, yeah, one in. Um, it was. And Joe, I think you said it. It does exactly what the first one does, but it does it even better. Um, mm-hmm. um, I love one thing I love about Deadpool is how they break that fourth wall. You know, sure. Um, and I love the fact that you know we always talk about we use the phrase they're in on the joke. We say it all the time with self-aware movies, but this is a truly self-aware. In they're in on it, and it's great. It's awesome from. Calling Cable Thanos to oh, uh, taking taking digs at the Marvel U- or the DC universe, um, you know it's uh, it was just really good. It was it was great. Uh, I would I don't know if I could say it's like my favorite movie of all time. Um, <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> I know you did. That's a big. Um, I could see how you would you sit down. It. Like there's certain movies that'd be great to sit down and watch with you, and this would be one of them. Okay, um, okay. and. I could totally see where you're coming from and why you would say that and the type of movie you love and the things that you look for. But um, it does not disappoint. Uh, I hold love... on, hold on. The real question is, is it better than Geostorm? Uh, <laughs> Bow. You know, I feel, I feel like that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. If you say If there's not an instant yes. answer, I don't know what to do with you. He doesn't seem like a very bright guy. 
Way, way, way better than Geostorm. Um, okay. <laughs> perhaps my favorite part is um, how they end the movie, um, the post credit scenes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Where they erase the entire events of the movie, basically? Of uh, the movie and um, even Ryan Reynolds' career. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was really, really cool. Um, that was great. And uh, I'm just going to put another shout out there. And Shannon, you can take it over after this. I love Celine Dion and everything she does. <laughs> oh, okay, wow. The song's legit good, though, right? Can we all agree oh, that that song that is good. is actually really good and it's better than oh. most of the Bond songs? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's way better. And, I mean, you knew exactly what they were doing with oh, it. Oh, yeah. But, uh, and the end of it, Beat It, Spider-Man, was awesome. Was and great. also, was how has Celine Dion not sung a Bond song yet? Yeah, that's true. Because of too expected, I think. I think she's just too busy in Vegas. I mean, I'm okay, but she... she's got time for Deadpool. I don't I think guess. so. Did, you hear, he did must... you hear how that happened? Yeah, he asked her. He wrote her a letter. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's awesome. all Daniel Craig needed to do. Can- Canadian, I, I guess. Together, I love it. Yeah, you just got to go old school and actually get your pen and paper <laughs> out and write people things, not and your it, phone. It does. It fits the movie because you know they're both Canadians and. Yes. Oh, yes, for sure. I was very excited to see this movie with Joe. I enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed the first. I'm going to enjoy watching it repeatedly with Joe again. Mm -hmm. There was so much of this movie where I was laughing out loud in the theater. I enjoyed laughing with the audience. Um, And the gore didn't bother me. It wasn't as gory as the first. He off a bunch of limbs. Yes, but I think the first movie, because it was the first time I saw it. I guess. This there time also I, wasn't any sex montages either. Yeah. So True. That's right up your alley. Exactly. And but I he kinda, does get torn in two and have tiny baby nuts. <laughs> yeah, but you don't actually see them. <laughs> the, basic instinct, the basic um, instinct like throughout there was yeah. awesome. <laughs> oh my That's gosh. his basic instinct. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> What did you guys think of Matt Damien's cameo? We talked about it last Fantastic. week. Fantastic. I enjoyed it. I was the one that pointed out all the people. I was like, hey, there's so-and-so. And Joe's like, uh-uh. I was like, yes, that was totally Tom Cruise. He goes, it couldn't have been. No, Brad Pitt. Oh, Brad Pitt. Did I say Tom Cruise? Matt Damon. You what did was say Matt Tom Dam- Cruise. Matt he was Damon the was, hillbilly. was the hillbilly talking about wiping his butt. With, with Alan Tudyk. With Alan, Alan Tudyk's. Is it two dicks what? or two, two dick? dick? What part of it's the movie two dick. did I So remember when Cable phases in and he's he goes up to those two rednecks and it one of them's Matt Damon talking oh, about how what? wiping your butt with I cotton totally wipes. Oh my god. With Alan T- you can oh. definitely tell it's Alan Tudyk, but I couldn't tell who the second person was. Yeah. People on set didn't oh even know it was god. Matt Damon. It was crazy. Wow, Cuz he's he's credited ridiculous. in the movie as something else is whatever his fake name in the talented Mr. Ripley was. Yeah. That's who he's credited in the movie as. So and then the in- his his cameo game is getting stepped up. And same with the invisible guy. I for sure thought there was not going to be a person at but all. It was freaking Brad Pitt. And I was like, wait. I think it was, I think it was amazing. <laughs> They're on the plane. He's like, you're looking great if I could see you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything about the movie was, was pitch perfect for the time and pitch perfect for the the series we've all joe i love how you're talking like me but in your voice that's great eat my bag well i thought i was talking about deadpool too you guys are the fucking worst 
Thanks. Right? <laughs> so, from now on, you call her Shannon. If you haven't seen Deadpool 2, go and see this movie. A lot of people have. It is great. Like, how much has it made so far? Can we'll talk you find about that out? in a minute. Okay. I truly, truly enjoyed it, and I'm not one for overly gore, but like Angela said, there wasn't a lot of sex scenes in this movie. Ooh, so. huge CGI fight coming up. <laughs> it was just awesome. Yeah. Awesomeness. And it just kept getting better and better. So I, don't, I think I even cried. Landing. Yeah, I definitely cried. I didn't cry in the first one. Yeah. This one had the heart strings going. All right. So what else you got, Adam? Um, all right. So I started a new series. Um, I'm actually pretty far along into it. I think I have one more left called um, Barry off of HBO. <laughs> we talked about that last week. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, Bill H- Hatter, Hater. right? Hater. Bill Hater. I'm sorry. Bill Hater. Um, it's really good. The second to last episode really took a turn. I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I guess I kind of did, but I didn't. Um, you knew it was a possibility but for it to actually happen. So, anyways, I got one more episode to watch, and then I'm <laughs> done with it. So, You'll enjoy it. Um, it's really good. Um, so, how funny is the bald Chechenian dude? Oh, uh, no ho, Hank. Yeah. He's awesome. I mean, it's hard to really, when you say there's this Chechenian guy and, he, and they're hilarious, it's hard to really explain yeah, that yeah. without so, ruining it. Yeah, so we're going to have to kill you, though. You know that, right? <laughs> you know I love you, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, you know, I just remember. <laughs> Anyways, so it's really good. Um, if you get a chance to watch it, go ahead and watch it. Um, it was it was a delightful um, TV series, and I'm actually looking forward to it. There's very few series like I'm like I want to see where it goes. Right. Um, some I could I start a hundred of different TV shows and none of them really capture me and I'm like yeah I want to see where this goes but that did pretty good so um, started also the second season of Westworld. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only one or two episodes in I think two. Um, starts over the bang. Yeah, it starts off really. Um, it, I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing. I wasn't expecting them to do as much um, um, uh, flashbacks as they were doing for season oh, two. I thought dude, it'd be more. Them don't get going, hung up on timelines because I can't even tell you how many there are. Well, there's a lot already, but um, but anyways, they're doing more flashbacks, and I wasn't expecting that. Um, I was expecting. I'm like, all right, the flashbacks happen. We might get a little bit more of a filler story with um, um, some of the things, but anyways. Uh, It'll be interesting to see where they go with it. It's just so far it's as as good as season one, but yeah. it's not getting much better. It's not getting like really good um, yet. But I hear it's getting like season two is amazing. So I really um, like it. Um, it's it's hard to like explain it to people because it's a bit of a roller coaster. And I know Adam, like you were a huge fan of Legion season one. Have you watched any of season two? I have not. No, that's even I have more bonkers. <laughs> yeah, so I'm kind of curious about Legion season two because they left you on a really good cliffhanger. Like, what the crap just happened? Oh, they so, don't really ever explain it, except they explain it, and it doesn't make any sense. Well, that sounds like Legion. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So those are my recommendations for this week. Not trying to get too caught up in too terribly much. Uh, that's that's enough for me. So. All right. Oh wow. Well, what do you got, Angela? I have four things today, Whoa. but 
They're all fairly quick, though. My first recommendation no, is no. Um, <laughs> Riverdale Season 2. Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, okay. Of course. Um, came out on Netflix this week, and I binged the whole season, and it is wonderful. Watch the it, little school girl one in her. It's oh all my excited. Gosh. I was watching it yesterday, and things would happen, and I'd start texting my 12-year-old daughter, like, oh my gosh, you'll never believe what just happened. <laughs> Bull, 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 shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to Perfect. It was ridiculous, but I love it. I love it, love it, love it. And if you love it, season two is just as good and wonderful. Inconceivable! For sure. Next, I would like to recommend uh, John Mulroney. No. Mulaney? No. Mulaney, yeah. I don't know. What's wrong with me? John Mulaney, comeback kid. Oh, okay. You watched I, that finally? Yeah, I watched that finally, and I liked it a lot. It was it was really funny. I showed funny Shannon movie. his Back to the Future chunk today from that special. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. I totally see Back to the Future differently now. Thank You're you. Right? Yes. It, it ruined the movie. Though. So what are you talking about? You're going to have to see it, John Adam. Mulaney's a stand-up comedian. And a few okay. weeks ago, I recommended his new special, Kid Gorgeous. And I said, I also really liked The Comeback Kid. And Angela said she watched The Comeback Kid. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. He's I very, very really funny. Like John Mulaney. Yeah, I love John Mulaney. He's good. Yeah. It took me a second to picture him. But yeah. Yeah, he's got good stuff. And he's one of the other people who's on Big Mouth. So, and Angela watched that as well. Mm-hmm. So you guys get yep. on the Big Mouth train. Yep. Ow. Yeah, yeah, I I can see this. I mean, it's not for me, but people will like it. It's Starbucks. It's what America wants. <laughs> Absolutely. It is what America wants. That's um, so That's my, two? Yep, my next thing is a documentary that I watched on Netflix called Strange Names. Mm. What? Oh, is this the one where they talk about, like, uh, dick bag and stuff? Like, the people who yeah, have... Okay. They, Jack they, me off. Yeah. Talk to people. <laughs> Me off, they, Jack. They, inter- <laughs> they interview people who have really strange names. You know, sometimes it's you know Donald Duck, and other times it's people who are na- named Donald Trump. Who is yeah? Not but I hear they don't Donald get into Trump. the funny names. Oh, okay, no, they do, but they not do. like really. Um, well, like there was a there was a woman whose last name was Slutsky. Yeah, um, please. There was a woman whose last name was Cockburn. Uh, That's the lady who said her name was Coburn, right? Yeah, yeah. She was adamant that the Um, CK were silent, as if. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, there was a Tim Burr. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but that was intentional, right? The parents were like, hey, let's totally, better move. It was completely intentional. Like yeah. somebody, their last name was Burr, and they had a friend that was like, hey, you should totally name him Timothy. And she's like, what? Why? So I went, I went like, to, you know, Tim Burr. I went to school with a girl. Her name was Jessica. Her last name was Love, right? Uh-huh. And her parents were bound and determined not to name any of their kids any like weird names because the last name Love. They named daughter number two Amanda. <laughs> Oh, Amanda Love. No. Talk about a failure. It's like, right? man, that poor kid. I remember one time, uh, Mr. Adam here asked the lady we went to church with, hey, what was your maiden name? And she got all mad at him. She's like, oh, ha, ha, funny, Adam. 
He's like, what? I yeah. really didn't know. And her, name, no her first name was Gay, and her maiden name was Head. She's like, Aww. oh, Gay Head? You think that's funny? It's like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> I am innocent. <laughs> and it was, it was, I just found it interesting because, you know, I, too, kind of start at those names, and I am guilty of asking, of being like, how do you live with that name? You know, I will, I will literally just come right out and be like, what is... That must be awful for you. I'm sorry. That sucks. Yeah, it's yeah. unfortunate. Mm. Yeah. And just, you know, it, I found it interesting. It wasn't really something that... Is it worth watching? Um, This is where I go. It's kind of a eh recommendation. I don't know that it's worth watching. It, I was bored and it was on, so I watched it. But okay. yeah, so I heard, you could probably I heard pretty much live running without commentary it. on the Drew and Mike podcast. That's why I know so much about it. Uh, because for years, the Drew and Mike show would call people with the hilarious names. Mm-hmm. Like, how many hairy balls do you think there are? You know, a lot. I bet a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was always good fun. Wow. Uh, Dick Badly. Oh, Adam, do you remember that when uh, the yeah. secretary said, I need Dick Badly yeah. in the front office and our supervisor went running? Roger started running <laughs> up there. Oh, it was awesome. Oh. I was talking about that story just the other day, literally. like Dick yeah, Badly so. in the front office. <laughs> oh, That's Roger how they said it? Gracious. No. Oh. Uh, I mean, it's hilarious. Dick Badly in the front office. I'll never Dick Badly in the front office, please. No. I need Dick Badly. Oh. Yes. I need Dick Badly in the front office, please. I need Dick Badly in the office, please. Yeah. Oh, it was, my goodness. It, it'll always be funny to me, you know, both <laughs> both the comment and the reaction. So. Okay. What else you got, Angela? Last? My last recommendation is an American tale. <laughs> Aww. An oldie so but goodie. It's a good one. Absolutely. It sounds like a title from like a. This is the mice in America. Yes. They're t- going to America, right? Because they don't have is, cats in America. It's actually kind of like an allegory for uh, World War II. It's they're Russian mice and they're, you know, the, the Mouskowitz family. And they come to America where there are no cats. It's not no World War Two. It's just like the twenties. She's immigration. looking into personification of characters, right? But it's not World War Two. Right. It's just it's just like when all the immigrants were coming in the twenties through. Is that not around World War Two? No, time? the twenties. Oh, forties, forties, twenty years. Whatever ago. history, dude. I'm just correcting her. That's all. In any case, you 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 you, you 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 son of a bitch. Why is it always the it's Arnold a, drops? Anyways, it's a kid or it's a. You know, obviously it's an animated tale, or it's an animated movie it's an animated from 1986. Tale. Yeah, it's an animated tale from 1986 that I grew up watching. What's well, great? As that was my birth year, and I started watching it this evening with my youngest daughter, my three-year-old, and she she got into it right away. She's asking me everybody's Aww. name. She's she wants to know what their role is in the movie. Like she asked. Uh, Fievel's sister was on the screen. She's like, what's her name? And I kept telling her Tanya over and over and over again. And <laughs> finally, I elaborated, that's Fievel's sister. And she's like, oh, Chloe's my sister. And I'm Chloe's sister. And she got really excited. It was super cute. Aww. So watch An American Tale. It's wonderful. Watch it with your kids. Although, it's not as... Man, kids' movies in the 80s were different, weren't they? They oh, had yeah. a lot more going on in them. 
I mean, there's a politician who's just a drunk, lecherous, yeah, disgusting mouse. You know, it's just like they pull really? a lot of punches now. Me? They didn't pull punches yeah. then. Yeah, no, they didn't. It, it, you didn't need to I, wow I us as a kid. Well, those are the types of things that made it fun for adults, I guess. I think it was just more true to life because you could finally do that, right? It wasn't there. June Cleaver can suck my wang. She's no, you know, she's not here no more. Now we can show you what life's really like, and we're going to show you what life's really like. Like every movie had divorce in it, and yeah, like how many movies have we watched for this podcast that were like divorce themed, right? Four, four. (laughs) Are you obsessed with that drop, Shannon? I am. That's my favorite saying. Are you saying? But you, you know, like as it? a kid, it it never really. But I never really noticed. You know, like as a kid, it didn't occur to me that the one mount that the politician was a drunk, lecherous, gross uh, man. You know, it never occurred to me. So yeah, gotcha. Anyway, mm. so watch it with your kids. It's fun. Okay, and that's it. All right, Shannon, what do you got for your my recommendation? Turn. So I have lots because I wasn't here last week. So I'm going to go through the fast ones first. The fast ones first. Yep. I recommend Deadpool 2, obviously. I also recommend uh, Iron Man 3. I -hmm. ended up watching this last night because we lost power. I like that movie. A lot of people put that down at the bottom of the barrel for Marvel, but they can suck it. It's good. I agree with you, Joe. I truly like the Iron Man movies. I love that Favreau is in them, and he started them. Yeah, so I like Shane Black. Yeah, I liked him too. The writer director of the movie, for sure. So there's parts of the movie where I'm like, mm, okay, whatever. But you know, speaking of Shane Black, the trailer for his movie Predator came out. Oh yeah, yes. it is. And it doesn't look like it's anywhere near Christmas. I don't know what's happening. It is scary. <laughs> Looks good. Anyways, at first I was like, "Is this the Predator movie?" At first I was afraid. I was petrified. Is it supposed to be near Christmas? He always says his movie's set near Christmas. Thanks for paying attention. Oh, okay. Wow. (laughs) Oh my goodness. My. (laughs) We only did a whole podcast where we talked about that nonstop. Oh. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Hello. Ooh. Yeah, I wasn't here for that one. That's Robert Downey Jr. That also has Robert Downey Jr. Have you ever seen the movie? Good one. I don't believe I did. No. Go watch it. It's good. Okay. You'll thank me later. Okay, my next right. recommendation was Jurassic World. I saw the preview, f- I think, it wasn't during Deadpool 2, was it? The new it was tra- Infinity new Wars. Yeah. Yeah, the, the new trailer probably played in Infinity War for the first time. Fallen oh, Infinity Kingdom. War. But we also just recently saw it with my next recommendation, which I'm waiting to tell you. I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you. They should have never released that second trailer. Because it actually looks really good. Yeah, I'm they excited. Let, they just should have let me go into the theater thinking that it was going to suck wild monkey nuts. Because that first trailer was horrible. Sounds awesome. I actually thought it looked really good with that first trailer. Ugh, it looked like garbage. Uh, a rescue mission on an island. It fell into the water. Suck it. I actually thought it was wow. a repeat of Jurassic Park 2. Yeah. Because that's kind of how it felt. And we've already seen that. And so I was like, uh, and I was well, kind of bored with that story. It's very much, you know, a, a repeat of Jurassic Park 2 now, you know now that we see the full trailer. You know what's crazy? Chris Pratt, five years ago, was just on a little sitcom. And now he's going to be in two of the biggest movies of all time. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Yep. It like, is, just, it's just crazy craziness. Well, you know, 
Go Chris he Pratt. Was in, what was the movie Zero Dark Thirty? He was in where he got ripped for yeah. the first time. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was. You know, I remember him on, on Everwood. Oh yes, Everwood. Oh my goodness. Wow, that's you a did blast not just from the pull past. Out oh, that's Everwood. where he got started. Everwood. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe you just pulled that out of. So I always came pull it on out. as I get ready to see Jurassic Dawson's World Two. Is that what they're calling it? Jurassic Fallen World Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. I watched Jurassic World, <laughs> so I recommend that. I also went to the theater with my handsome husband, Joe, <laughs> who's next to me, and we went and saw Solo, a Star Wars story. Ugh. What? I gotta tell you, dude. <laughs> it's surprisingly <laughs> good. Good, because it looks like nuts on the screen, dude. Yeah, I was really I think worried. Last week I was saying that it's not going to be very good, but I have to kind of yeah, eat my words. You, you definitely were saying All right, that. Well, that's, that's cool. Because that's something that I would never go to the theater and see. Just based you should. On the you should. Stuff. You should. But because if you said that, I shall go see it now. So, like, we'll talk about it a little bit, Shannon, since I'm recommending it also. Okay. He's not Harrison Ford. Which is good. I don't um, want him to be Harrison Ford. But at the same time, like, you want him to be Han Solo, and he's not... He's not... Harrison Whoa. Ford has swag, right? He's got that swagger... He's got that cock, cockiness. He was 37 years old when he played Hot Solo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm going to pause you. He's not. Are you saying he's not Harrison Ford? Is is in physically the actor is not Harrison Ford, or he does not play Han Solo in the movie? He he doesn't have the same essence he, about him as he's Harrison like Ford. An immature he's doing, Han he's Solo. He's doing a, a Harrison Ford impression the whole movie. Okay. And he does, does a he very good job. The whole thing? No. Okay. No. He does a very good job. And I got to tell you, Dong Lover does a great. I'm sorry. Did you say, I'm sorry. Did you what did Dong you just say? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Glover. Whoa. Okay. I heard, you heard the same thing I did, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Let's pause the podcast. <laughs> Way back in the day, Donald Glover was on Jimmy Fallon. And he was telling the story about when he first joined Twitter. He's like, I'm going to save characters, and I'm going to go by Don instead of Donald. So he put oh, Don, Don Glover, no. at Don Glover was his Twitter name. And he's like, I got kept getting weird tweets <laughs> because <laughs> cause it's spelled Dong Lover. <laughs> so he's like, I just okay. went back to Donald. <laughs> so yeah, anyways, Donald Glover does a great Lando impression, and he is just as sleazy and schemy as you'd ever want him to be. It's really good. I'm really curious, just based on the conversations Joe and I have of the movie, mm. because I heard it was reshot by Ron Howard. It's like 70%. I'm really curious the original storyline, because this one, it takes you, like, you you expect some of the twists and turns, but some of it, I was like, wow, I actually didn't expect that. It was... So one of the things that... I was shocked by it. Is it wasn't very Ron Howardy. It was very George Lucasy. Very. <laughs> so Ron Howard was channeling his inner George Lucas in all the stuff that he directed. So it, interesting. It, yeah, it's it's very unique for a Ron Howard film. Like it's lit. It's not lit like he. You know, I I don't want to. Yeah, we can't really say too much yeah, without giving it away. The movie, if like seventy percent of it really was reshot and. To date, this is the most expensive Star Wars movie ever made because they had to basically make the film twice. So, I mean, it it's very interesting. They're probably not going to make their money back 
but they did set it up for a sequel. So, unfortunately, this will go down as a flop, budget-wise. <laughs> well, it's really hard to say. I think the uh, the box office right now is at, like, 150 or so. Wow, that's is, surprising, actually. That's worldwide. Oh, that's not surprising. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I mean, it's... Womp, womp, womp. Let me see. Yeah. Worldwide, what was the budget at, yeah, on it? $250 million, at the very uh, least. They're saying at oops. least. So, because they had to make the movie twice. Right. With advertising, you'll get five hundred million. Um, probably right. not. They're under the Disney stream, so everything is less. You understand economies of scale. It costs mm. less for them to do their advertising because they have so much of it. So my fifteen seconds is thank you, Joe, for going <laughs> to the theater because I wanted to see this movie. Yeah, I excited. had hope that it would be a new hope, a good movie. <laughs> I just. I had a feeling that it wasn't the first trailer. I wasn't really like, oh, I don't want to see this. And then after I saw the next trailer, obviously, and I didn't realize it was being reshot. Joe told me I was very much looking forward to the movie because of the look from the second trailer. Well, you know that there was turmoil because they didn't even come out with a trailer till like the Super Bowl, right? Right. And usually they have teasers out a year before. So right. And you know that Lord and Miller got fired. We all probably saw that in the news when they were th- they were three quarters done with the movie and they got fired and then ron howard came in and shot another four months which is just so, unheard of you yeah, know i mean that's a long shoot seven months total okay so so i recommend go see the movie solo okay, a quick. star wars story did you like the guy who played han i did did you like lando i did did you like woody of course. Who did doesn't you like, love? Did you like Angela's boyfriend? Huh? Paul Bettany. Oh, my gosh. Paul yes. Bettany. But I didn't like his character. I did like him. His, I thought his character was great. And who was the girl? Emily? No. Who? Wait. Who was the girl? Oh, Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark from... And she was good. She yeah, was Game of Thrones. So Khaleesi. I liked her character as well. <laughs> so all of it was great. What'd you think? Don't say anything, but what'd you think of the surprise at the end? I didn't see it. You didn't see it coming? I did not. Okay, cool. So I guess because I don't know enough about the Star Wars world, I didn't foresee the ending. So I hope that's a surprise to if you go see the movie as well. I didn't see it coming for sure. Oh. Yeah, it was good. I was really excited at the end so i'm looking forward to the next movie for sure sweet well what's you got okay my last recommendation is the red sparrow oh it's just red sparrow but that's okay red sparrow (laughs) it's not the red sparrow it's red sparrow that's what i just said did i say the Mm -hmm. you son of a bitch oh work that time of course (laughs) <laughs> so this movie has Jennifer Lawrence in it, and Joe kept saying that he wasn't sure if he was going to like this movie, so I took it on and decided to watch it. It has a lot of nudity in it. Made well, me very... Hold on. Let let me finish. I heard her say in an interview that if you don't want to see my tits, don't see this movie. <laughs> so it, I didn't think she would like it. Yeah. So I took the chance, watched it, but the... It wasn't just the tits. I'm sorry. It, <laughs> it goes drastically. Full frontal. Like very, I kind of felt uncomfortable in some scenes for sure. 
Well, hello. Ooh. Hello. <laughs> My um, bad. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the twist and turns of the movie. I just shipped my bed! (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I think it's a movie that you could see. I wouldn't rate it overly high if you're not... If you don't like those spy movies with the twist. I heard it's horrible. Don't watch this movie. Then, Then somebody said it's just like those old 60s spy thrillers yes and i like those totally right up your alley joe yeah and i me and shannon watched operation condor one day and she loved it so would you say i it's in the same okay perfect. yes you would enjoy it then for sure okay um i'm curious what you'd think of some of those scenes that made me super uncomfortable um well no one scene she is getting raped oh you know how i like me some rape hashtag me too (laughs) And that's it just made me really uncomfortable. Like, you could feel what she was feeling. Like, it was really bad. Like, not bad in the movie, but, like, the feeling you got just made you feel bad. So you're saying if the filmmaker's intention was to make you uncomfortable watching it, they did. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. And I I would hope that if they're filming a rape scene, their intention is to make the audience uncomfortable otherwise yeah, for I hope sure not glorifying it like check out this right. <laughs> for sure right. so i was pleasantly surprised to watch this movie and enjoy it, even though i'm not the best movie goer when it comes to nudity so i recommend it please watch it if you get an opportunity to so is that it that is it i i have another one but i'm going to save it for next week because i haven't finished it plus there's the hallmark movie Oh, yes. I have a Hallmark movie, of course. <laughs> well, all right, then. I guess it's my turn, right? It is. I'd, yep. say, I'd say Solo. Get them numbers up. Um, I would be excited to see the sequel. I'll tell you that much. And they set it up hard for a sequel. Or they set it up... I don't know. I think it's just set up for a sequel, not just a Lando movie. Yeah. Yeah, okay. As long as we're in agreement there. Um, the next thing I want to recommend which I'm surprised you didn't recommend it, Angela, because I told you to watch it, and it seems like you did, is Steve Martin and Martin Short. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. They have a comedy special on Netflix called A Night You Will Forget, and I won't, because it was super <laughs> fun. It was a lot of fun. I, I saw, Yeah, I saw a thing for it. It's basically an hour and a half of dad jokes, but by the <laughs> two funniest dads who've ever lived. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. They rip on each other. They rip on Hollywood. They rip on their careers. They sing. They dance. They play the banjo. They sit down and have a chat and two chairs. I mean, it's everything you could ever want. Hmm. It's a complete variety show all in one. And it is, it's a lot of fun. I'm actually not really a big Steve Martin, Martin Short fan. Bite your tongue. I, I just I just don't think I'm of the you era son of fully. a bitch. I mean I don't dislike them. I just don't think I'm of the era, you know, of the generation to fully appreciate them. I mean I saw like three amigos, but you know, and it was fine. But I didn't. <gasps> Whoa, what? Oh, <laughs> it was funny. You, you know, just opened the worst. Wrong with it. Pandora's box. You guys are the fucking Falling. worst. <laughs> You guys, also, just Angela. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Stop drop. I can't her. help it. She said three uh, amigos was fine. Why are well, you I'm hurt not, hurts? 
Oh, there's nothing wrong with it, but you know, you're people, making this worse. It doesn't make- <laughs> entitled to their opinion. It just didn't speak to me like it speaks to most people. That's all, you know. And and I liked it, but it wasn't, you know. Well, I was. I think the whole after- bird thing was the funniest part of it for me. Up here, look over here. Yeah. Hey <laughs> I mean, guys. Um, but I would suggest after watching this, go back and watch it again. I mean, when's the last time you watched Three Amigos? How old were you? Oh, not that long ago. It was was just a couple of years ago, the first time I remembered seeing it. Um, But Hey, look, it's a male plane. How can you tell? Can't you see its little balls? (laughs) (laughs) All that being said, I really enjoyed this comedy special. Um, Like you said, their their dad jokes were hilarious. I loved the way they interacted with each other. Oh, you can tell they're best friends for a long time. Absolutely. And Martin Short gets mostly naked at some point yeah. and <laughs> well, it's he's in a, hilarious. He's in a onesie. He's, yeah, he's in like a unitard, but it's got a Then he goes beat that mother effort. I mean it's he's got, he's got it's got a dick and balls drawn on it. Right. <laughs> he Martin Short he is he is a a bagpipe. Oh yeah, he he <laughs> pretends to be a bagpipe. He, like, he sings into some giant Scottish person's arm. Oh yeah. Oh, it's funny. Are we talking about the same thing here? Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's like a complete variety show. So funny. And you almost like I forget just how these two guys are super talented. They are just super talented. They're more than just comedians. You yeah, know, Martin comedians, Short can they're sing. They're, he can dance. He can dance. My goodness. Steve Martin plays the banjo like a boss. Oh my goodness! Like a boss. I, it's insane. I never even would have. Oh, his joke where he's like, a lot of people ask me, what's the difference between a guitar and a banjo? Well, a banjo is a piece of stretched something over the thing and the sound goes out, whereas a guitar will get you laid. Guitar get you laid. That's pretty funny. The whole thing was just enjoyable. Absolutely. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Please, please, please. And the next thing I want to recommend is I will recommend you skip it. Holy crap. Um, Uh Uh-oh. I saw this movie sitting on Amazon Prime. So it's there if you already are a Prime member and you got 40, hour 40 to kill. And you will really love Al Pacino and Carl Urban, which is the only reason I watched it. Because Al Pacino? I love Carl Urban. I'd watch oh, that dude Carl make Urban. pancakes. You know, I don't really care. Yeah. But <laughs> Carl Urban's pretty if he's If he's not in a Star Trek movie, it seems like he doesn't have a whole lot of work to do. Because he's in this movie called Hangman. And boy, oh boy, is it bad. Do you is say boing, like... boing, boing? or No, I said boy, oh boy. <laughs> sure. Wow, I just may ship my pants. Yeah. <laughs> it's, is it gosh. like Dunkachino, El Pacino? No, like it's Pacino. Pacino. He's, at, he's finally acting like someone his age, a retiree. Okay. And it's a murder mystery type of deal where the plot is super dumb and the writing is even worse and the direction looks like TV Carl Urban and Pacino are both wasted because I don't know if you're aware. Al Pacino is actually a very good actor, and so is Carl yes. Urban. Yes. And they're both wasted with this crap material. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's just not. It's just not good, and it makes me sad. Oh, that's a bummer. So I, you know what? I take it back. If you've got an hour and forty minutes, go watch anything else. <laughs> anything, <laughs> like go to the go to the theater and see Solo. Oh. Oh, I got one. Oh, what's that? Watch Doctor Strange. Ooh, I watched. 
I watched that twice this weekend, and I, I revoke my previous statement. Oh, so you're finally it. on the strange train, huh? I'm on the strange train. I don't think I watched it closely enough the first time I watched hmm. it. It's almost as if I'm always right. Good <laughs> 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 one, loser. Shannon, that was encouraging me to watch it again. Yeah, ha, ha. Whoa, pump the hate breaks, Foxy friends. <laughs> do you have to talk through your drops? Because you do. can't share your true feelings. My true feelings are, I love you. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> oh so last week we had a cool... Uh, a, uh, okay, that's it for recommendations, by the way. <laughs> Cut. Last week we had a cool fill-in spot. Substitute. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to think of. Substitute for Shannon's movie Hallmark theater thingy we do. And Matt came in and did some movie news. I just wanted to update a couple things on that movie news because we talked about the worldwide gross for Avengers is probably going to surpass Avatar. And it's heading Whoa. that way, guys. We're at well, $1.9 billion dollars so far. Holy way faster, Way faster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been out four it's, weeks. I'm interested to see what the second Avatar will do, though. Uh, nothing Second because Avatar. the first Avatar it's going to be sucks. like Geostorm Adam you're going to go see it we're going to boo you has watched Avatar in the last five don't, years no I've not seen it since the don't first get me time wrong. I saw it there's I'm a second saying, one coming oh yeah yes he's making a second one it's supposed to be released in 2020 he's making four more but here's the thing don't get me wrong like it might be a piece of crap but I don't think you can just excuse the fact that it's going to be universally and worldwide be a hit I think the that you're office. wrong because if that were true, no. the DCEU movies would make money. Yes. No. No. I think I think people... I think nowadays, like, movies are so expensive. I mean, I, you know, I just signed up for Movie Pass, so that's all over for me. But, you know, when my husband and I went to go see Deadpool 2, we spent $19 on tickets alone. Right. And then concessions and everything... If I'm going to spend that that money, I'm going to do it watching something I really want to see. That's right, true. and I something think audiences that, are a little bit more discerning. That seems like it's going to be worth it, mm-hmm. right? right. And I if think, the trailers don't look good, or if you know the concept is stupid, or you know, I'll, I'll wait. For I'll, I'll concede this to you, Adam. I think opening weekend will be big. I think the concept of Avatar is so, and it's more than just an American phenomenon, right? Right. It right. is the sci-fi genre is subpar in America compared to most places. Like, um, while we have Star Trek is kind of a big thing in Star Wars, the whole sci-fi thing is not nearly as big as it is worldwide, right? And I think solely based upon just the fact that people want to be wowed in a lot of ways, whether it's a good movie or not. I mean... And this is the one thing why people will make, keep making Fast and Furious movies. They just want to be entertained. Now, it doesn't mean yeah, that's a good... it has to be no. at least kind of good. Yeah, well, here's the thing, Joe. I mean, it's, Avatar wasn't kind of good, and it, it killed. It's Right, but that you're also so, talking about 2008. Right, it was, it was a it was new a thing for the time. It was, right, it, it was, was brand new technology. It was the first it movie was, shot in 3D. I mean, there's a lot going for it. And at and the, the time, it wasn't time, that bad. Right, oh, the first be a time lot I going saw it, it now, that's I why was it in love with six it. years, seven, eight, ten years to do. Right, but what kind of track record has James Cameron had in producing a good movie in between? That's that's the real question. 
Like, mm. it, I, I would say that if it sucks, uh, you're absolutely right. Opening weekend, it'll probably crush. But I mm. don't think that beyond that, if you know, if the critics are in agreement that it's not very good, it, it'll probably do maybe like 200. It'll probably give you Justice League numbers, like 220 domestic, oh. four, 420 foreign. Um, I think it will. Anyways, we'll see. We have two years to figure it out what it will do. So because like you know, Avatar was a hit overseas, but it's not even like the highest grossing film in China. If you want to watch that movie, it's called Wolf Cop Two. Right. You know, I mean, so they they are discerning to a certain extent. So I I, I, I do I, agree with you to a, on a certain point, but you know. So back to last week's edition on movie news. Right. Uh, Deadpool Two. Is crushing still. It's made 480 worldwide. Wow! So good for Deadpool too. I'm very happy. Yay! Yes. Wow, that's um, a lot. <laughs> Adam, have you seen the trailer for the Happy Time? Uh, uh, the Happy Time Murders. I have not. Okay, it's 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 like Roger Rabbit, but with Muppets and way dirtier. Okay. Yeah, Enough. like disgustingly, grotesquely dirty. <laughs> and I was trying to voice something to joe at dinner about the movie because i told him i go for me it doesn't even like i have no urge to see this movie whatsoever it kind of ruins the muppet movies for me as a kid as an adult i enjoy like i enjoyed when um they came out with the muppet movie with um who was in that jason siegel yeah and what the Muppet movie? Yeah, it's called the Muppet movie. But who else was in it? Jason. Siegel. Jason Siegel and Chick. Pretty... Amy. No, not Amy, Amy. Adams. Amy Adams. Thank yeah. you. That was pretty close. But like, I still like. We do the ch- 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 what? Brushing our teeth song. Okay. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm the only one who thinks that. It's just, it took a moment in the preview where this lawyer is getting lawyer, it on a cop. with another, his secretary. He's banging an informant, I think. I don't oh. know. A Muppet's banging some other Muppet and then jizzes silly string all over the walls. Multiple times. But anyways, that's, that's not really what we're talking about. We're talking about the fact that Sesame Street is now suing Ooh. the studio uh, because they say that it's... Uh, sullying the name mm. because in the marketing campaign the one of the quotes is no sesame all street so <laughs> that's funny so you know they're intentionally adding that comparison and I think sesame the company behind sesame street uh, they have a case here and I think they're probably going to win HBO owns it now don't they I don't know I'm not sure they're off PBS I think HBO owns it I know the other. There, I think HBO cut a deal. They're still on PBS. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, but HBO has like all of Sesame Street. Like they're all there. It's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my updates for that. So we miss you, Matt. Wish you were here, buddy, to talk about Kung Fu Hustle, which we're gonna oh, do in a second. Hold but, on, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, oh. Before we go into the Hallmark Theater thing, mm. I'm just with the whole movie news. We saw Ant Man and Wasp preview. Oh, okay. Um, and it kind of opened up to multiple theories that 
is kind of out there with the news because the preview, which goes into more detail, talks about the bad guy being able to go through the quantum the quantum realm. And so it brings up a lot of questions that people have that, that goes into Thanos. So I am very curious kind of where this is going. They say that Ant-Man is probably going to play a key role in restoring the universe from Infinity War. So For sure. I'm very so. much looking forward to that movie, which comes out July I'm 5th. on my farm here in Texas. That's exactly what yeah, it says in the theater. It's supposed to take place... Uh, what between Civil War and Infinity War? Right. So, so very interesting. And it'll be interesting what they do with Captain Marvel because that's going to take place largely in the '90s. They say so. Yeah, and that's going. I, back too. I imagine it's just going to be her backstory since we haven't seen anything about her yet. We'll see. I'm excited. <laughs> Indeed. So, you know what else I'm excited for? <laughs> Kung Fu Hustle. Oh yeah. Okay, so this week I'm going to do Hallmark Theater a little bit differently. I'm going to tell you the fast version of the movie because I was trying to pull lines and it doesn't make sense. It's hard to make sense (laughs) of this movie, any Hallmark movie, with just a little picture of what is happening. So this is what I'm going to tell you. Okay. Oh, okay. We get a little backstory. I'm going to just tell you characters and their titles, and I want you to tell me what's going to happen. <laughs> awesome. Okay? So, the title is called Brimming with Love. Oh, we oh have, my goodness. Okay, this is a sister coffee shop movie. Remember she talked about one a couple weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's another one. Okay, so we have Allie, the journalist. We have her friend Mia, the journalist friend. We have Sam, the coffee shop owner, mm. Tyler, the coffee shop worker, Emily, the coffee shop worker, and then... Ooh, I know I know what this movie's about. Ed, <laughs> the coffee shop owner's grandfather. I bet you Go. it takes place in a coffee shop. <laughs> please, please tell me the... Yes! No, you gotta tell want, me more I than the location. I want to hear you act, please. Okay, so you want me to tell you the like the whole movie and... No, I want you to do your scene. You're doing a theater. Yeah. Are That's you ready? what I want to hear. Yeah. So I am totally giving up on love. Why are you giving up on love? Well, because my fiance totally cheated on me and I'm just done. Get in here. You have to write a story. Okay. What the hell is going on? I mean, what the hell is going on? So I'm, I'm not quite sure what story I'm, I want to write, boss, but... There's this story about um, this coffee shop owner that sets up people on dates, and so I think I should go and talk to him. Well, you need some story, Allie. we got to put something out there. Fine, I'll go talk to him and find out what's going on. Mia, please come with me. I need someone to be there. Okay, that's all you get. (laughs) Okay, I bet you it's about a chick who has to go do a story about a coffee shop owner who sets people up on dates, and then they fall in love. I think I think this sounds like a horrible movie that or TV show that'd be on like Cinemax at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> okay, so Joe's got one story, but with Hallmark movies, it's not just one story. It's like four well, stories no, in one. Also, 
Right. The friend is also in love with the coffee shop worker dude, but he doesn't even know she exists. Okay. So why do we have to know that he has a grandfather? Oh, his grandfather raped him when he was a kid. Oh, oh okay. Dark. Come on. So why do what, we? What I do? Why do we have no, to know of two coffee shop workers? <laughs> I give up. Be- because they're <laughs> in love with each other. Oh, they fall in love with each other. Wow. Yeah, I just may yeah. ship my pants. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ship them a coffee. Um, okay. You're- I give up. I, that's all I got. I, I, the movie I no is idea. so... You kind of expect exactly what's going to happen. Yes, she I writes a story like about this. Hold on, hold on. So you're saying this movie is lame and you can totally predict what's going to happen? Yes. Okay. Very lame. Very, very lame. The whole movie is predictable from start to finish. She's a journalist. Of course, she falls in love with this coffee shop owner who promises after her 40th cup of coffee that she will find someone that she can date. Oh, or she, she can like, fall in is love this a with scam on his part. Well, he's he's getting to know her, and he sets her up with a bunch of people, and her friend that are ends totally up totally wrong for her, right? No, that's totally good oh. for her. Oh, okay. It's her. She realizes that she's in love with him. Mm-hmm. She got hitched, and his grandfather's like, "You're in love with her," because he sits and talks with him every week while playing chess. So the grandfather sure. actually sees that he's in love with the journalist, mm. but he is denying it. And he also got left at the altar like she did. Of course. Oh, you know. my goodness. What are the chances? It's like a match made in heaven. So her friend ends up going through this 40 cup matchmaking thing with him. And he finds out that she's really into the coworker at the, what is this, a... Dildo newspaper or oh. magazine magazine and so they end up getting along and then another side story is that the two coffee shop workers are in love with each other and trying to set each other up with other people i said a bang a bang a bang a bang bang yeah <laughs> so she sets him up and the girl never shows because the girl's her oh my goodness <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yep, and so the whole movie ends with everyone being happy. Surprised? Oh, I'm shocked. I'm not. Not even a little bit. This one took a big crash and burn for me. I Which one was better? What was the other bullcrap? Because you said that other coffee shop movie sucked. They both sucked. Okay, which one was sucking? Coffee is better without a movie. Oh, okay, cool. So you, you would you recommend was, just going to Starbucks? <laughs> which one yeah, was better? Yeah, I, I can see this. I mean, no, it's not for me, but people will like it. It's Starbucks. It's what America or... wants. The uh, King Rancher guy. Oh, oh that's oh, a good one. <laughs> that one was better. For wow. sure. You're kidding okay. me. King Montana King. That was Yikes. hilarious. Whatever. I love the stupidity of him trying no. to get cattle in this weird world. Stupidity. That is I'm a on great my farm here in Texas. talking about the movie that we're watching this week. All right. So I don't have much of a oh, preamble, yes. which is something I've been doing lately, <laughs> because there's not a whole lot to say. Um, the year was 2004, and gosh, America was kind of in love with this little movie called Shaolin Soccer, right? Yep. If Shaolin you say Soccer. So. Shaolin Soccer is very is it's very similar. Um, it's it's funny, and Stephen Chow, the the guy who plays the main character in the movie, 
Well, one of the main characters in the movie. I was going to mm-hmm. say, which one's the main character? You mean uh, the douchebag that... The guy who turns into turns the one, like the, Neo. The Axeman? Gotcha. Oh, no, no, no. Gotcha. Um, he's like, he's a comedian. He's not really a martial artist. He's just, he just loves martial arts. Um, and he, well, who doesn't? He's the writer-director of both Shaolin Soccer and uh, Kung Fu Hustle. And these are the only two of his movies, really, that made it to the West, where we see them in... Um, which is surprising that he didn't get, you know, more recognition here like a Jackie Chan or a Jet Li would have. You know, he just kind of went back and he hasn't really done much, really. You know? Okay. A couple movies here and there. But anyways, uh, America fell in love with Shaolin Soccer and it's very funny. And it's it's a lot of the same type of humor. Very physical comedy. Ridiculous. Right? Ridiculous. You can tell the dude loved Very cartoons. Ridiculous. Um, cartoons? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, a lot of this is cartoon inspired. Yeah. And we get Kung Fu Hustle, which is... It would it would never be made here. Agree. It would never be made in America. No one would have the foresight or the patience to deal with this movie. And so let's just get into it. I mean... The movie starts off oddly. I don't really remember the beginning. It had been a long time since I since I seen this movie, but I mean, Angela, you texted me and goes, "Is there supposed to be a dance number in this movie?" <laughs> I thought, I, thought I must have gotten the wrong version, or so. Like there was another movie called Kung Fu Hustle because there's like there's a gang of people and they kill some dude and so, his girl who was also the main dude's sister oh there was a crocodile and then, gang. And then yeah the crocodile gang and yeah and they're beating everybody up. starts dancing i'm like He's, what is happening the sister of the crocodile gang got arrested for spitting on the sidewalk some really stupid thing that shouldn't have happened but it was it's it's a stupid movie right and so right. he basically beats up the commissioner throws him around a little bit gets the sister and goes to leave and runs into the axe gang and the axe gang are the bigger players on the scene they've got more money so they've got more pull and they end up killing those guys from the crocodile gang and then anachronistically as it is there's a dance number and then we get into the meat and potatoes of the movie so like that the prologue doesn't really fit because it's a little more serious and then the rest of the movie the rest of the movie is a straight comedy and it's like live action looney tunes sure my first note here is what the hell is going on in this movie? <laughs> so I was really confused. Like Angela, I was like, well, we had huh? to pick Sty Alley, right? <laughs> Cause that's funny. And yeah. This is yeah. where the meat and potatoes of the movie are. Well, wait, 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 because yeah, that's where the movie is. The beginning with this Western Chinese guy beating up all these cops. I was like, oh, okay. So this is what the movie's about with this gang. And I was really confused. Then he died. I'm like, huh? What? Where? Huh? We just talked about that. Thanks for listening to the podcast. No, but I'm just saying, (laughs) like, the character overall that they set up there at the beginning just didn't make sense to me. All it was was setting up the Axe Gang. I mean, literally, Axe Gang is the gang, right? They take all the Crocodile Gang. They recruit all the Crocodile Gang's members. So nobody messes with them. They're the gang. Entering their all problems. The, and for then the there's film. there's like all these new pa- newspaper clippings and stuff mixed in with the jaunty dance numbers showing True. all the cruelties. Right, right. Yeah. How awful they are. Gotcha. Nobody okay. messes with them. Sorry. Pig style. Like, I would also like to say that the uh, dubbing 
in this movie <laughs> it is redonkulous and I somehow it. i ended up with subtitles that did not match. no yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, got, I, I had the same thing the subtitles do not match what's dubbed no it was, ridiculous. It was, it was almost distracting it was very just that was probably the funniest part for me because the it would say generally the same thing but it would just be like different and that made me chuckle <laughs> So maybe one of the reasons why uh, this movie couldn't be made today is the landlord at the very beginning is like me tooing all the girls in the in the little pigsty mm. slums. He's like, "Oh, you've grown up." Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he calls disgusting. the tailor a fag. You know. <laughs> but what I do yep. give it is, you don't Fair. imagine that he has any kung fu ability. You think he's yeah. just some slum well, husband he gets beat up by his by the landlady. Right. The landlady but, beats everybody up. Right. He is a and he doesn't fight back whatsoever. No. And, so you, and when he tries, it looks ridiculous. So mm-hmm. you never believe he has any skill whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Well, you I wouldn't mean, expect anybody in this town to have any skill whatsoever. There's turns out like, there's five masters. <laughs> well, I kind of first and saw Coolio. Is that his name? Rings. What? The Coolio guy, the one lifting the bags of whatever. They call him a coolie. Coolie. Coolio. Coolio. I couldn't. He's Maybe living that's in a the subtitle. That's right. He's living in gangster's paradise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, he's his his action scenes are legit dope. Yes, that dude's great. So Which and he lifts that he extra he bag. One? He's the dude yeah. who was carrying all the heavy bags. He was I, from the Octagon that, School. Yes. The Octagon School. <laughs> Something. Oh, so he wasn't he wasn't the guy with the shower rings or the kicky nope, guy. No, that was the, the other guy. Yes. Okay. There's yeah. a right. bamboo stick guy. The There's bamboo a shower stick ring guy. guy. And the, then just a regular. shower rings. They were just like rings. They, they looked were like shower rings. <laughs> he pulled them off of his shower curtain. <laughs> they were in a shower <laughs> curtain. They were just in his tailor shop. So they're tailor shop rings. They're tailor rings. Sure. Okay, Joe. Okay. Believe I shit not, my pants. Rings. Taylor rings. <laughs> Gross. Okay. <laughs> so this fake axe m- men people show I up in the game. I just shipped my bed. <laughs> and I don't know. I immediately imagined they weren't from the axe gang because they didn't look. Oh yeah, Stephen, well, of course. This is where they're... we get introduced to Stephen Chow. He's a swindler. Right. He's gotcha. A swindler. He's a hustler. And you learn he's a hustler. There you go, Adam. Mm-hmm. And you learn that he got hustled when he was a kid, which made me laugh. Right. Yes. It's like, oh, you're there. you got the most chi in the world. Buy this book; it'll teach you the Buddhist palm technique for you 10 are bucks. a kung fu genius. Right. Yeah. Turns out it was true. And then there's always a guy with his pants down. The the other gay hairdresser dude. No, there's yeah. a guy showering. Oh, that guy. Yeah, who yeah. was trying to shower in the Throughout drain. The ad- Throughout the entire movie, he has his butt out. Yes. Like, right. Even not the, the front of his pants, scene. just yep. the back. Even Why? Because yep. <laughs> he's no letting you know he's DTF. Oh, thanks. <laughs> totally wanted to know. They gay shame a lot in this movie. Yes. They do. They, they do quite a bit. The When the homo Taylor dude is running around in his red underwear. <laughs> right. But the landlady, she's that got curlers. That can see you at night, I think is what she said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, that the was red up. underwear. Yeah. <laughs> he's crying like a girl, and he's running around going. Oh! 
<laughs> it was like ridiculous. the over drama with him and his red yeah, underwear. You know, man. but he's also a kung fu master who can beat the living piss out of you. It, yeah, you know, right. it is what it is. So, anyways, so then the fake axe people try and prove themselves to the axe gang whatever yeah they get invited because he's a lock pick steven chow can pick locks like a boss and he they throw an axe at him and he picks the lock he falls he gets his fat buddy out and he falls they're like well go kill somebody and you can join the gang and so like i started to hate this fake axe man guy because we get this story where he pees on this poor little boy and no he he was the little boy no but the way he tells it you think that he I don't think you were paying attention. No, no, no. You no. were paying attention. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he tells was definitely it. the little boy who thought he had this crazy kung fu power and yes. went to go rescue a little girl who was getting her candy taken. But the kung fu power was bullcrap. Right. So he gets his two cent man. So he gets right. twenty cents, and he he gets his butt kicked and then peed on. Yes. I thought he was a kid peeing on him. Oh Sorry. no, he no. got. I wonder why I hated and him. And he goes from this moment on. I realized I should be the bad guy. Right. right, because the bad guy always wins. Oh, that would make yeah. more sense. Oh. So I was like, why is this girl into the yeah. kid that peed on her friend? I was like, she's got issues. No. <laughs> she just likes pee stuff. I mean, her and her <laughs> Kelly would... Inconceivable! Oh, God. I peed my bed! <laughs> so, yeah. So the ice cream girl... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets her ice yeah. cream stolen, and she knows exactly who he is. Which makes sense now to me. But he doesn't know who she is. He doesn't recognize her at first. Uh, until she like starts the, signing to him. Well, her Adam, did you like the nod to Shaolin Soccer when Stephen Chow first shows up? Yep, and then he flattens the ball. Yeah, no more great. soccer. Ooh, can you teach us? <laughs> <laughs> no. Fun. And then we get... This is probably my favorite part of this whole movie. The knives? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we go this back was, to the pigsty this, alley place. and Well, his, he wants to kill the landlady. Yeah. Right. He's trying to. He's got to kill somebody. Right. So, so he throws a knife into himself. He hits it off the wall and it stabs himself in the shoulder. In the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> but then his friend's like, I'll do it. He's like, you do it. And so he throws a knife into into his other shoulder. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) it just goes like two feet straight into his other shoulder. And then it gets even better because he goes to throw the third knife and just stabs his friend and throws the handle. The handle, which sticks to the landlady's face. She's like, who's throwing handles? And so he takes the knife out of his arm. And does it again. Well, he, well, he takes it out, looks at it, then it out, he's it. like, Well, as he's pulling it out, Stephen Chow's like, oh, don't do that. And he's like, oh, sorry. And he puts it back, it back in. in. Now, that was oh. funny. This this was one of the two times during this movie that it listed it a, huh, from me. Oh, I was dying laughing. I thought that was <laughs> that, hilarious. That was, huh. that was the extent of my laughing was me going, huh. I'm sorry, but that second knife throw is le- was legit yeah, hilarious. Yeah. When he just yeah, goes, thunk, and, and it just... <laughs> I knew something throw- was going to happen because Joe got all excited. And he that started typing. second knife typing. throw was, was exactly what did it. So, I'll, And I will admit, this movie might have been more funny if I had been watching it with someone else. I, I watched okay, this yeah. movie all by myself, too. So uh. that... Like, 
you guys talking about it is making me laugh more now okay. than when I actually watched the movie. And then it gets better because he dumps snakes. Chase. No, oh, yeah, the snakes. He dumps snakes on him. <laughs> oh yeah, and he's got two cobras that like bite his lips. Bite yep. his lips. And I'm like, what the big lips? Oh my god! Now gosh, we go into this Looney Tunes chase. The Looney Tunes chase. Where I'm like, running like cartoons. How did this guy get fast all of a sudden? Yeah, how did he get fast? Like I don't know. But the, the cobras gave him power been fast since the beginning. Yeah, she's got super speed. She, we she knew she that. was super. When something. the X gang first showed up, she ran into her room and covered so, herself up in a blanket. I loved the chase. It was hilarious. He can see her reflection in the knife stuck in his shoulder. <laughs> he he slides underneath a bus. She does this beautiful pirouetting flip like you'd see in the in like a gymnastics routine and hits a billboard and that's it and all of her belongings fling off of her too her yeah including her bra your bra (laughs) (laughs) i hit that so hard my bra fell off and then he you see something going on with him he's like stuck in a traffic light (laughs) and she's like how do you get in there i was like what what is the meaning of this i'm not sure he's stuck in there I think he went he in there just he went in there to like recover or whatever because he has like, super hu- human healing powers unleashed he's his Wolverine. yeah and his lips are super big he's super and big he's and like Bleh. i'm like what oh yeah not necessary but then we get introduced to these music men assassins with creepy yeah. nails yeah they they hired were they the shooting like ghost knives yes. at them I, okay all right they were summoning. Well, we kind of skipped over powers. the fact that the masters all revealed themselves and they beat the piss out of the entire axe gang. Oh yes, yes, yes. Right. Yes. And then the leader of the axe gang wants to get better assassins. Uh-huh, but you have them. to. You can't skip over the foreshadowing where he's like, "Well, the strongest person or the best assassin is the beast, but you know he's in prison, so we're right. the second best." Right. Yeah, and they're both blind, I guess. I think just the one. Just the okay. one. Yeah, I'm with you. Just the one. Did you guys like the musician fight itself? No. That's pretty cool. No. You didn't it's like it? Too predictable. I, this is, well, this is my problem with kung fu. Most kung fu movies is that the action, the fight scenes themselves are so ridiculous that I, it, it takes, I, I can't. I hate it. It's a cultural thing, too. Right. I, I mean, they're just so... Hmm, interesting i thought they were all really good the I end just, I, when i when i mean ridiculous i mean unrealistic they're incredibly yeah. unrealistic oh, and, that, wow. and that that makes that draws me out i want it to be at least a little believable you know but at the same time that actor is actually on the in camera doing all sure, that work. sure yeah, he might be absolutely. being yanked around by wires yeah, yeah. But he's not some I mean, CGI thing. I mean, can, can no, you show some appreciation were, for it? Or Well, of course. They were okay. very well done. I just didn't enjoy them because they were really unrealistic. That's all. I want you to do some homework and go watch uh, Legend of the Drunken Master. Ooh, I like Legend of the Drunken Master. Okay. Those, those fight scenes aren't ridiculous. They're There's not, some ridiculous stuff in there. There is. It's not 75 dudes with axes against three dudes and... The three They're dudes masters. Win? It's ridiculous. It's seventy five well, dudes. You're with in a live action cartoon too. Right, yeah. right. I know, I know, I know. I just it's yeah. I have a hard so, time enjoying okay. it, that's all. Hopefully you can help fix this dilemma I had. Maybe I wasn't paying attention here either. Okay, perfect. So they all die, but she saves them? Wait, wait, oh yes, okay, because Pull up. <laughs> she 
enters the limo and that's sits after after they all die okay so it turns out the landlord and the landlady are also kung fu masters right and she he's has like the rubber lion's man. roar and he's got the like, lion's yeah, roar lion's roar and he's like i'm rubber your glue whatever you do to me sticks to you right he's like things literally bounce off like fists right bounce off him and, hit and they them defeat and... the musicians and this part i like died laughing when they're just in the limo <laughs> right. yeah like they just appear yeah. like okay the guy who runs the axe gang looked legit scared and it, made, <laughs> it made me laugh and then he lights himself yeah, on fire himself on fire like and then what? his assistant guy his sycophant is trying to yeah. put him out and pours a flask on him yeah yeah my lucas our son and then tries to smother it in his own coat while he's wearing it mm-hmm. yeah so he's like throwing his body around his head and then he catches fire even our it's son ridiculous. knew he's like dude that's alcohol that burns don't do that don't do that we were like oh. yeah oh. so when when the tailor's dying they he ha- they have a closing sentiment off where he goes, with great power comes great responsibility. And I started laughing. And I don't remember what she said to him, but it was like another cheesy line. Yeah, I, I didn't. Do you remember what it was, it Adam? Uh, great power comes great responsibility. And what are you preparing your? T- what are you prepared to do, or what are you preparing to do? Okay, something like that. And I was just like, <laughs> cheesy closing sentiment off. You know, two in the hands worth. One in the hands were two in the bush, and then you just keep repeating that crap back. To so then we get to right. back to the weird fake axe man who wants to be prove himself, whatever. So Stephen Chow, yeah. So do you guys like the fact that there's this like side game going on with him? What do you mean the do you side think, game? Do you think it made the movie drag? Because to me, that is the only really problem I had with the movie is that it made the movie drag. You mean like every time it would cut to him and he'd yeah. be like yelling and he's at four nowhere eyes near and- the action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I felt like that was completely out of place and and stupid for sure. Yeah. Cuz we Until- have these huge set pieces and then all of a sudden it screeches to a halt and he's like, "I want ice cream." Mm-hmm. Right. I, I mean, I money. get why it's I get why it's there, you know, cuz you have to establish that, you know, she's the girl and she's the girl that he rescued. Right. And all that good stuff. But, but why it doesn't really come whole- back? And the whole... Well, sure, it does at the very end. Not really, but what bearing I mean, does that have? It doesn't. I mean, he lives happily ever after. He, he becomes a hero and he gets a girl. Let's... And he works in a candy shop. And he works in a candy shop. With There's just bro. too many avenues in this Adam. movie. They should have just made it simpler. With That's what I'm saying. They could have yeah. streamlined it. Yeah, for sure. for sure. So then we get, yeah, this crazy guy, the Axe gang, asked him... To go get the beast. And yeah, another favorite part here is they give him a map. They go, just follow the arrows. Right. Which, you know, seemed ridiculous. Well, he falls downstairs and somehow still gets to the beast. Yeah. Right. But then, like, we're in a prison, right? But he tells him it's a Boy Scout something. Or he tells him it's a, an insane asylum. And he's like, well, why are there guards? And no, those, like, are, no, Boy those are Boy Scouts. With tanks? It, they're, which, they're models doesn't make any sense but then there's frogs everywhere and i'm like because well, he's a frog but you don't realize that i'm like what they couldn't get rats you know like it didn't make sense i'm like why are there frogs did you guys like the little shining nod i mean with the blood no, coming it was, out it was all right it's pretty cool mm-hmm. did, it doesn't really have any place in there other than the fact that you obviously know now that 
Stephen Chow likes Kubrick. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess for me, it foreshadowed the fact that it was the Beast and that bloodshed was coming because he I was guess. going to get him. But right. Gotcha. What else? I could well, have done without it. We get pretty immediately. We get the boss battle with the Beast. Yes. What do you guys think of the boss battle? I thought it was ridiculous, but <laughs> but it did give me my second huh, of the movie. <laughs> which, which part? Was? Hold on, which part? Which was okay. So Stephen Chow hits uh, Boss Man in the head. And then he hits him again with it. <laughs> well, yeah, he hits he hits the uh, the ex brother yeah. some or whatever with in the head with the table leg or whatever. Yes, and then the beast literally punches his head through the floor. Oh, Stephen Chow, yeah. And then Stephen Chow reaches over, grabs the teeniest little piece of the table leg that splintered off and just taps, <laughs> taps him, him on the head. head. Yeah. And that made me go, huh. <laughs> that was, was good fun. Huh. Not the part, well, I must be thinking of the last big battle where he's falling to earth and steps on an well, eagle. Well, that's like the super boss battle. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Didn't know there was multiple names for all these battles. Well, this was like the landlord, landlady versus the beast battle. Well, they beat the beast. Boss battle. They did beat the beast. But, but he's then... like a trickery beast. He's like, oh. no, I give up. And then he's he... not an honest beast. Yeah, he's not whatsoever. An I didn't like that. So she. Oh. So they have a. They brought a funeral bell because they were going to come. Uh, finish off the axe gang they don't know the beast is there they brought a funeral funeral bell for uh some brother some or whatever and she starts hitting they're in the middle of this battle and she starts hitting the bell yeah, knocks takes the apart. top off of it makes it essentially a megaphone and mm-hmm. does her lion's roar through the megaphone and it's takes away part of the dude's scalp it and rips skull. off like the entire building apart Right, but the beast has what I believe is a very noticeable chunk of brain showing. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he did wow. get whacked in the head. So, yeah. And then he's like, I give, they're about to do it again. And he's like, no, I give up, I give up. And they're like, okay. And then they end up in a three-way human pretzel thing, mm-hmm. which is weird. It was weird. I'm with you there. It was, it was really weird. Yeah, and they, they this is, you know... Where uh, Stephen Chow goes to beat them with a the table leg, right? Yeah. And then he gets his face punched in the floor, and then they take his body and take him back to Pigsty, where they wrap him in a cocoon, right? A chrysalis. And, yeah, and for some reason there is a, a cutaway to a, a butterfly. monarch <laughs> butterfly coming out of a cocoon. Because we needed to see it. You know, we right? didn't understand what was happening. Fly, fly right? away. I'm your butterfly. It turns out he's the chosen one, and he likes to stomp oh, on people's goodness. feet. And what's the toad dude say? He's like <laughs> the old childless. That's move. something I did when I was eight or something. No, he goes when I was in kindergarten. Toe stepping or beginners, something or another. Oh man, it was ridiculous. The thing that like made me I actually laughed was when he gets kicked into the air or whatever, and then he pushes off on the eagle to go higher. Right. <laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> it just goes. He just keeps going. <laughs> and then he ends up seeing the Buddha in the clouds and 
he gets to do the Buddhist palm technique. He gets to do the Buddhist palm technique, and it ends up making a giant hand print <laughs> into the cement. So, and then he blows out an entire wall of the slum that has right. a hand shape. Has a hand shape. It's it's pretty epic for sure. Yeah, he you know he he beats off a bunch of dudes too. <laughs> <laughs> he beats the beast, and he runs a candy shop. Owns a candy store. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, a candy store. With and then his he's reunited so, with his girl, Adam. Yeah, is Stephen Chow the son of the landlord and landlady? No, because they kind of allude to it. They allude to well, it. Well, he not. says. They specifically say he's not our son, but... He'd be the same. He's the same age. He ran away after he got into a fight, and they assumed he was dead. Do you think he is? I think he is, yeah. Okay. That would be crazy. I don't know. I mean, I could see that, I guess, but... They didn't really pursue that much, or I'm just, you know, putting... I hate to... Stock in stuff that isn't there. Stop this. Stephen Chow was stuntman, too. I... Reading his bio, it looks like he's not even like really trained in martial arts. Like, like I don't know. Let's see. Because like they're like he could be a kung fu master or a doctor or a lawyer or a stuntman. Like from what I understand, <laughs> he's a comedian, right? But he's huh. a huge like fan of Bruce Lee and martial arts. Well, who isn't? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What was going on with the kid in the green snot at the end, though? <laughs> Was that supposed yeah, to be funny? I don't get it. Who's also getting another pamphlet? Yeah, buy yeah. one of the seven pamphlets. It was his attempt to doing more movies, an intro to more movies. Oh, like for a sequel? But, yeah, but it never took. Okay, so I think we're ready to rate this turd. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, I'm sorry. He's up, Buttercup. <laughs> I was going to go first. Whoa, the hate breaks, Foxy friends. Fox and Friends. Yeah, I guess we can rate it. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going first. Go I give this a two out of ten, so only because me, I you're going to look me dead in the face, and you're going to tell me that there's Hallmark movies better than this. Yes, <laughs> that I would actually watch a second time. You guys are the fucking worst. <laughs> and the only reason I gave it a two was because of that knife scene that I laughed at. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> That scene's legit hilarious. <laughs> Too legit to quit. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Chica-chica. What about you, Adam? I know you like this movie. Uh, yeah, I like it. I'm going to give this a six and a half out of ten. I think that's fair. Oh, yeah, okay, mister. Fun. Well, it's, it's not Legend of the Drunken Master. Did you see no. it when it came out? Oh, yeah. Adam? Yes. I have not. This is the first glorious previewing, no, previewing, viewing of this turd that I've seen. <laughs> Angela, how do you rate it? I'm going to rate it a three. Ah. It gets one point for each of my little chuckles and huh. one point for for the the actual action acting. Because it was, like I said, they did do a really good job um, in what they were doing. I just don't enjoy that type of okay. action. Yeah. I also say that's fair. They, You think that they absolutely nailed what they were trying to do. Yeah, but that yeah, it's just you. not for me, right? I it's say that's not that fair. it's a bad movie. It's just yeah, for I didn't say it was thing. a bad movie. Jeez, like, like Shannon did. <laughs> I said it's just a turd. <laughs> Some people like turds. Jeez, 
I like how Angela's much more pragmatic with her review. <laughs> a turd's rating. a turd. Shine it any Some way you like it. Just like turd. Well, anyways, what did you rate it? Two. Not we have you. a two, we have a three, and we have a 6.5. Okay. I think all in all, this movie is interesting at the very least. I think that it was ambitious. It has some great martial arts scenes. Then there's some comedy in there. Why are you looking at me? I'm just looking at you while I talk. That's crazy. Um, and like Angela said, I think, I think they accomplished what they were trying to do. Are they ghosts? Yeah, they're all ghosts. <laughs> they could have cut out a few scenes and the movie probably would have been better. But, you know, all in all, it's okay. I give this a 5 out of 10. I mean, I know I give you guys crap, but it's not... Oh. My- <laughs> I like this movie. I shit my bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. if you like martial arts movies and you like ridiculous comedy... This um, is your movie. This is your movie. Now, how would you compare this to Kung Pao? Shannon can't even remember seeing Kung Pao. Mm. And we did a whole podcast on it, so... <laughs> I was like, wait, the movie with who? I was like, I mean, that movie? Was this the twirling firework movie? <laughs> this was the uh, Ninja Cow that was like, Mount Calvin's Utter. Oh, that movie. That down Matrix style. Which oh. is hilarious because every once in a while she'll go, take me, man meat! And she doesn't <laughs> even know what movie she's quoting. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Kung Pao. I I was not present at that podcast. Oh, okay. I would if I had been. I would have rated it like a negative seven. Wow. A negative. So, so you do like yeah, yeah. this one better? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Like gun to my head, watch one or the other again. Hustle for sure. Okay. Cool. Hustle, hustle, hustle. Well. So yeah. Uh, next week on the Movie Dummies podcast, we're going to talk about a little movie from i don't know when it was from actually but it's uh called role models Ooh, 2008 2008 david wayne directed starring paul rudd sean william scott amongst many others uh it's good fun we're gonna Dang continue well. our trend of trying to do good yeah. movies and not just the so garbage movies boys. and i mean i really wanted to push for a movie starring jean-claude van damme and dolph lundgren <laughs> called uh, like black sea or some bullcrap i don't know it hey, looks horrible and i can't wait to watch it, it. But uh, <laughs> I won't put you guys through that. Nor will the listeners Appreciate that. that. So yeah, join us next week for role models. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Come and taste the beast with us. I don't understand. Minotaur. I don't want to taste the beast, especially after watching this movie. I bet you it tastes like frogs and sweat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was talking about Minotaur, but okay. What is happening? <laughs> uh, yay, Michael Bay. <laughs> That's all you got. <laughs> That's all I got. Can you hit me with your That's southern, all, folks. Your southern <laughs> accent again? Huh? Can you hit me with your southern accent again and give me a yay, Michael Bay? <laughs> I can't even While like... she's laughing, uh, remember to, <laughs> as always, hit us up at moviedummies.com for, uh, to contact with us, you know. Get to our Facebook page from there. Hit us up on Twitter. Whatever you want to do. We'd love to interact with you guys. And, uh, yeah. My, my Michael Bay. Oh, yay, Michael Bay. That's a great Southern accent. Oh, my God. <laughs> what part of the South are you from? Alabama. Oh, that explains your Ku Klux Klan hat. Oh. oh. <laughs> Adios, amigos. That's not how it is. I know. Thanks for listening, Meatbags. Remember to check us out on moviedummies.com, and I'll catch you on the flippity flop.